Hi, everyone. Welcome to the MBA Insider Podcast. I am your host, Al D, and the author of MBA Insider. This podcast is for career-driven professionals looking for advice on how to grow their careers by leveraging the skills, experiences, and knowledge gained from an MBA degree. In each episode, I'll give you a look into the business school experience, along with practical tips, career advice, and real-life stories to help professionals grow their careers. Welcome back to the MBA Insider Podcast. My name is Al D. I am the author of MBA Insider, How to Make the Most of Your MBA Experience, and the host of this podcast. Thanks for joining today, and I'm excited to talk about what to do after your summer internship. Summer internships are either halfway done or a little bit over halfway done, and for some people, finishing up the next couple of weeks. And I want to talk about what's next and going to dive into a couple areas. So we're going to talk a little bit first about what this summer has been like. It's definitely been different, a la COVID-19 and just the implications of that. So we're going to kind of talk through some of the trends just based off of what I'm hearing and seeing, talking with many students. And then we're going to talk about some of the key questions that are outstanding at the moment. These are things that many students are, are sorting through. So if you're one of the people who can identify with some of the questions that I am raising, uh, you probably are not alone. Uh, then I'm going to talk through some of the key challenges that students are kind of facing right now as they kind of think about where they are in their summer and what is going to happen next. And then last but not least, I'm going to give you some actionable tips for things you can do as you wrap up your internship and head back into your second year. So uh, with that, let's dive in. Uh, but before we do that, I just want to give a plug for MBA Insider, how to make the most of your MBA experience. Uh, you can buy it on Amazon today. And it is a insider's guide for how to navigate business school. It walks you through uh, the MBA experience, basically from the moment you get accepted to the moment that you walk across that stage. And there are tips and best practices, as well as student stories from successful MBA students who have navigated the experience that you can learn from today. So if that is of interest to you, hop over to Amazon, type in MBA Insider, and purchase your book today. All right, so let's jump in. So let's start off with a couple observations just in terms of what I've been seeing just talking with a lot of students who are in internships right now. And I think the first thing that I'm seeing right now is just that, number one, um, companies really are trying to make it work. It's, it's not perfect. I think we all know that. But it, it really looks like companies are doing their best to try to make the internship experience as good as it possibly can be, just given the circumstances. So going to you know, extra lengths to try to find ways to build uh, camaraderie and community amongst the interns, uh, providing extra support for the interns and experience themselves, uh, and looking for fun ways just to celebrate their interns. Uh, when I'm shooting this, it's actually National Intern Day. And I saw a, real, a lot of really great posts from intern managers just kind of giving a shout out to their summer interns on LinkedIn, just really just trying to do whatever they could to try to make the best out of a tough situation. So companies really did try to try to make it work, are trying to make it work. And that is appreciated just because I think we all know it's not the same experience, but it's, it's a nice gesture nonetheless. I think the second thing that we're noticing and what people are experiencing is that 
if you haven't gotten a crash course in virtual working, uh, you certainly are now. Almost everyone is virtual. And that has been a learning experience for many companies, as well as for the interns themselves, particularly if you've never had to do that before. And I think that is something that is a good skill, a good lesson to have, particularly as virtual work starts to become more of a thing. Um, I don't necessarily think it's going to be for everyone, but I do think that when uh, we do get to a point where COVID has perhaps subsided a little bit, when we quote unquote come out of this, uh, there will be more companies and more people that are amenable to virtual working. And so um, it's a good kind of skill to have, but it's also still very challenging for many of the reasons you all are probably feeling, you know, in terms of not having FaceTime, not being able to build relationships as effectively, um, getting Zoom fatigue, all of those types of things. Uh, but certainly, uh, it does allow you to have some flexibility. It certainly, in some cases, can allow you to be productive if you are someone who sometimes gets bothered by folks who come up to you in the office. And and so there there are some certain benefits to it, as well as you know, hopefully also um, certainly being better than nothing. And then I think the last thing that I would say is become more clear just from this is just, I think it's also really highlighted the importance of onboarding uh, to a new opportunity like an internship. One of the things that typically happens for many MBA interns is that they do get some sort of onboarding or training once they come into their summer experience. And that happened pretty differently than it normally would have. And I think it also is really challenging in some respects because that oftentimes is a springboard for many people to kind of be able to launch into their experience. And it just couldn't be that way. Uh, certainly, I, you know, working in consulting, one of the highlights of the intern experience was that initial onboarding where you get to meet all of your peers and, and whatnot. And then that summer experience where you all get to come together again. And, and those things didn't happen. And so I think it's a really pays a really big credence to the importance of onboarding, whether you're an intern or a manager for that matter, who has someone onboarding, whether they're an intern or a full-time employee. So those are just some of the initial observations. Um, now I want to talk a little bit about some of the key questions that I keep hearing uh, coming from MBA students as they think about their summer internships and as they look towards uh, going into their second year. So the first, you know, kind of question that comes up for those who do have this opportunity is, am I going to even be able to get a full, get a shot at a full-time offer? Right. And that is a question that is top of mind for many students. And it's normally a question that is top of mind, but it's also top of mind just because of the potential, uh, you know, kind of uh, unknowns of the hiring and labor market right now. Um, Not an economist, but it's a pretty weird time in, in the business environment and business landscape, a lot of volatility, unpredictability. And so there are some cases where companies who normally would have no problem, you know, potentially making offers at the end of the summer may or may not necessarily have the ability to to make those kinds of promises um, at this point. So number one question is, is there even a chance of getting a full-time offer? And the second to that is, you know, am I going to get one, right? So that's top of mind. Uh, the second question I'm hearing is, is what I did this summer going to be like what it's like full-time? And that's a really valid question. You know, as we talked about, this was a different summer experience for most MBA interns. And, and if that's the case, you know, the question then becomes, what did I, if I, what did I do this summer? And if, what did I, after I know what I did, is this going to be like, if I got the full-time opportunity or is it going to be different? And that is a really good question, right? Because 
obviously you would want to sign up for something that you have some kind of comfort knowing of what it's going to be. And so there's a little bit of unpredictability in knowing what that is. And certainly for all those people who did, uh, you know, worked for a company like a a consulting firm that just gave them a full-time offer and told them to take the summer off, uh, that is certainly a potential concern in the sense that you didn't necessarily get the full experience or even for those consultants who spent their summer working remote. Um, You wonder, is is this what it's going to be like? Because you didn't get to get up at 4 a.m. on Monday morning, go to the airport and fly back at Thursday night at 9 p.m. And so there's there's just questions of, is this, uh, it's kind of like the analogy of, um, is this like JV versus varsity? Or is this kind of like the practice squad versus like, you know, uh, the actual Sunday football game? Uh, whatever analogy you want to use, you know, there's there's just some questions of, is this actually going to be like what it is when I come back full time? And am I, you know, kind of, I think underlying that is, number one, will I like it? And number two, will I actually be prepared to do this, right? There's a little bit of concern of, Will I, you know, do, am I at game speed? You know, am I able to, uh, am I able to do the work that's going to be asked of me to do, or is it going to be completely different? You know, I think an, another, another key question that tends to come up is, is this what I want to do? Right. Or is there something else I'd rather be doing? And this certainly is speaks to the opportunities that sometimes exist in business school where you do get the chance to explore a bunch of different career paths and career options. And certainly there's always kind of the notion of, I may or may not like what I'm doing this summer. Let's say I do, but is there anything else I could be doing instead? Or is there anything else I want to potentially try? And there's a certain amount of uncertainty around that and, and trying to figure that out that I think is, that I think exists. Um, and then, you know, the, the last question I would probably highlight is how does this relate to what I want to do after business school? And this question comes up a little bit more, particularly with those who kind of scrap together as opposed to a regular internship, a couple different projects, or perhaps they landed in an internship that didn't necessarily um, uh, align to cleanly to what exactly they wanted to do, either because they had to pivot uh, or because their initial internship got rescinded and they had to find some other opportunity. And that's a really important question to ask because it has implications for how you think about how you're going to spend um, your second year. And, and so those are the types of questions that are tip, you know, kind of coming up and, 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 in all my conversations with, with, with students. And so if you're one of those people who has one of those questions, know that you're not alone, uh, you're in good company. And if you have other questions, I certainly would love to hear them. Uh, so uh, please share them with us. When it comes to challenges, um, I've talked to a number of students in terms of trying to understand what the key challenges they're facing throughout their summer internship so far. And so there's a couple that come to mind. I think the first and foremost, it has been around being able to effectively build relationships. And I think this is especially true for anyone who's got to work at a big company. And especially if you've never had to work at a big company before. It's hard enough as it is, I think, in terms of being the intern and being the new employee and trying to build relationships. I think it even makes it even harder when you have to do all of that remote. And so uh, particularly if you're someone who just doesn't naturally do this, but even if you are someone who naturally does this, it's, it's hard. Uh, I can tell you as someone uh, who is dealing with this too, of working in a big company, it, it is really hard. And I'm someone who considers myself to be adapt, adept at this. And so just being able to build relationships either because you're working on a cross-functional project and you need to meet other people to work on this project or get this data or just trying to network and build personal relationships uh, to grow your network, um, that has been really hard. You know, another 
think that a challenge has just been, uh, you know, just the notion of feeling isolated, right? You are working from home, you know, you're on this team and hopefully, you know, your manager is kind of introducing you around and making you feel like a part of the team. But, you know, in some cases, maybe they're not, or in some cases, they're, they're busy too. It's a crazy time for a lot of companies. And so uh, that, I think that's been a challenge for a lot of folks. And certainly this speaks a little bit to the building relationships piece, but it can be tricky to be the new person, but also know that you're going to be there for a short period of time. And just that between not being able to really properly ramp and having a hard time uh, building relationships, it's kind of like this feeling of isolation. I think the third thing is just around, you know, really trying to understand how what you're doing uh, is going to connect with both your short and long-term goals. Uh, When you go through an internship, you are so focused on being able to execute the task at hand. And so a lot of times you, by the time you take a breath of air, you kind of have to say to yourself, Hey, what the heck did I just do? Right. And how is what I did and what I learned really related to the story that I tell when I get back to school or when I think about my short and long-term goals. And this is a challenge that you can overcome. And we can talk a little bit about how you do that. But I think a lot of this one just has to do with the fact that many students are just really laser focused on their internship and haven't had a chance to really come up for air and really think through what this means for the short and long-term. And then, you know, I think, I think the last one is just just kind of the unpredictability of and, and, and concern of, of what, uh, what life is going to be like when you get back to school. And certainly this is something that's evolving day by day, week by week. But um, in your head, you, before all of COVID happened, you kind of had your idea of what was, you know, you're going to have your summer internship. You're going to go back to second year. At some point you're going to get a job and you were going to be able to enjoy your second year of business school in whatever way you kind of envisioned for yourself. And so now that's going to be kind of flipped on its head just because of the different ways of, of MBAing we're going to have to do. Um, I'm not sure if that's a word, but I, just, I think I just made it up. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely really challenging. So in terms of what you can do, and here are some actionable tips in terms of how you can think about how you can move forward from here as before you get back to school or while you're transitioning back to school. And I want to give you some practical, actionable tips to hopefully get you in the right headspace as you start your second year of business school. So first off, as respect to your internship, write down what you did. Just write it all down. Write down the projects, write down the experiences, write down the programs you did. And again, like this seems really simple, but when you're so focused on trying to do the task at hand, it can be really challenging to even think about something like this. So write it all down, put it in a Word doc or an Excel spreadsheet, keep track of it. You will, uh, you will also need to keep track of the relationships you did build, right? I know it was hard to build them, but for many of you, you were able to build some, but you're going to want to bring these with you to the best of the ability that you can, whether it's because you want to maintain and grow them uh, as you kind of go through your second year, whether it's because you do plan on recruiting in some kind of capacity and you want to keep your options open with, uh, and, and have those people in your back pocket, or if they're just good people and you want to continue building the relationship with them. Um, make sure to keep track of those relationships and start thinking about how can you continue to grow them? How can you keep engaging with them when you get back to school? I think the third very practical thing is to start thinking about or just doing in terms of updating your resume and your LinkedIn. And I think it makes sense to do this even if you are going to accept an offer because it, it'll be good to have anyway, because at some point you're going to want to have that on your resume. 
So start thinking about it. You, most of you know how to do this already because you've had to do it so many times, uh, but go ahead and start updating your, your resume, updating your LinkedIn profile. Um, the next thing you think, I think you should do is start updating your story. Uh, over the course of your first year, you had to tell your story hundreds of times of who you are, what you did, why you're here, or what kind of role you're looking for, all of that. That's going to be updated because you just had this additional experience under your belt. And so start really writing out what you want to make your story now, now that you have this experience. It's going to be valuable because uh, particularly if you're going to have more networking conversations, you're going to have to pitch it again. Uh, If you're going to be interviewing again, you're going to need this story no matter what, because it's going to come up in the interview process. And so really start thinking about how do I add it to my story that I already have or revise it or whatever you need to do. And, you know, particularly in a virtual environment, I would recommend running it by a couple of classmates. Uh, Once you kind of get to a good place with it, put a recording down, uh, just record yourself and send it to a couple of classmates and get some feedback, see how it resonates. Um, And then last but not least, I would also start to say, you know, this has less to do with your internship and more just to think about like your second year, Um, begin thinking about it and begin start writing down some goals that you have or revisiting the goals that you set for yourself and thinking about how am I going to achieve these? It's probably it potentially is going to be in a little bit of a different way than you probably would have envisioned just because business school is going to be different this year. Um, but um, failing to prepare is fa- or preparing to fail is failing to prepare. Or, I'm sorry. Uh, um, preparing to fail is failing to prepare. I totally just screwed that up. But you know what I'm saying. I think that by setting up some goals for the second year, uh, and thinking about how you want to achieve them, particularly knowing the new constraints, is probably worth um, some of your time. Um, your job is to, in addition to certainly getting a job, but your job is to figure out how can you spend this next year in the best way possible, and the way that helps you make sure that when you leave this experience, you will not have regrets, and that you will feel confident that you made the most of it. So my guidance is to spend some time thinking about what are those classes? What are those courses? uh, What are those projects? Who are the people you want to engage with? Things like that. Um, I think that'll be a much worthwhile endeavor. And then start, you know, thinking about knowing the virtual environment, how you can go about achieving some of those, because it might look a little bit different than what it did. Okay. So we walked through some observations about the summer internship experience. I shared a little bit about some of the key questions that keep coming up. I talked through some of the key challenges that many MBA students are facing, and then I gave you some tactical things you could do right now as you wrap up your summer and go back into second year. Now, if you're someone who wants a little bit more guidance or a little bit more uh, best practices as well as um, exercises to really help you think through this, uh, I'm going to encourage you to go to courses.mbaschooled.com. That's courses.mbaschooled.com. I am hosting a summer career roadmap workshop where I'm going to help you think through some of these things. So I'll help you assess your summer internship. I'll help you develop a story around what you did and how it drove impact and how it relates to your career. And then I'll help you build an action plan for how to make the most of your second year of business school. And the best part about it is you'll get to do it with a whole lot of peers uh, from top MBA programs across the United States. So if this is something that is of interest to you, head over to courses.mbaschool.com. And when you sign up and register, if you use the code MBA Insider, 
uh, you'll be able to save $30 off the price of the virtual workshop. So if that's interest of, of interest to you, head over there right now. Uh, thanks, for joining, uh, with the, thanks for joining the MBA Insider Podcast, and see you later. Hi, everyone. LD here, and thank you so much for listening to the MBA Insider Podcast. If you liked what you heard, make sure to head over to Apple Podcasts and to write a review. It will only take 15 seconds. I'd also love to hear what you've been listening to on the podcast and any suggestions you have for how we can improve. Find me on LinkedIn or head over to mbaschooled.com backslash podcast.